This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. We have in studio Dennis Tabak, who is a social activist of sorts uh, for a very long time, uh, involved in so many different aspects of uh, our community that I, I think uh, it's just amazing to have him on air. Dennis, welcome to the show. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. So uh, before we get into some of your more contemporary work, I, I want to go back because you've actually been doing activist stuff for, for quite a long time. Uh, and initially with a bit of a political spin, uh, tell us a little bit about that. Well, we didn't really think it was political. My, my parents were very left wing. Okay. And uh, in fact, when Nelson Mandela was on the island, Winnie Mandela used to come and stay at our place because she had nowhere to stay okay. in Cape Town. So, and she used my bedroom, claim to fame. <laughs> so my parents, my mother used to put my, uh, my sheets and stuff in my, out in the, in the lounge and said, Winnie's here. I, w- I was more upset in, in those days. And, um, the Naidu family were great friends of ours. And so were Ellie Weinberg. He actually was a, used to sing in a choir at, at the, one of the shuls. He was arrested. His wife was arrested. His son and daughter were arrested. And um, I was arrested because the 90s, used to, the one youngster used to come and stay with me when I had a flat in Cape Town. So they took me to Pretoria. So wow. I spent a week in the old prison. That's politically. So we, we were involved. You were involved. So, so you had a bit of a, a, a taste for doing... Uh, work and and getting involved with uh, kinds of things, uh, but but actually your involvement has really been uh, l- less with political comrades and more with running comrades. Well, I felt you know my my wife Rona felt she didn't want to get involved in the political mm-hmm. side, and I thought okay that's fair enough. And then it, I started running comrades in 1965. Okay. In fact, I like telling people I've got t-shirts older than. I've got T-shirts older than you, Benji. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I got a silver medal that year. Everybody got a silver medal. My best position, I came 261st. Wow. And uh, they gave me a nickname because I came second last. And they said anybody behind him must be dead. So they called me Tombstones. <laughs> so in running terms, I'm known as Tombstones. Well, that's... Uh, I mean- a hell of a nickname, I have yeah. to say. Um, and 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 you actually, uh, how many comrades have you done? I ran, I I ran twenty one. I finished eighteen. Okay. And I, I on the way I, I met uh, Ian Jardine, a blind runner, and um, I used to run with a guy like with Jack Adno, uh, Guiney, and and we were he was a back very much a back runner. We enjoyed the the spirit and the comradeship at the back. And um, people like the late Roy, Roy Krovitz, uh, um, Gerald Fox, they used to run with us. And I used to train uh, athletes. I used to give talks on how to run the Comrades Marathon with the with a charity we use with Ethenbini School for disabled people. And Jack suggested we try and take blind people through Comrades Marathon. Mm-hmm. So I took it upon myself to start training with blind runners. And... Um, I, my my dates are bad, but I took a few blind guys through the Comrades Marathon. So that must be a, a hell of a challenge. I mean, it's uh, uh, first of all, obviously people can't see where they're going, but it's also really long. Uh, and and Comrades comes with all sorts of tactical challenges and tactical aspects to it, which you you it's hard enough by yourself, but now you have to sort of engage with somebody else the whole way along. Well, there's a certain guide rules that we have. Uh, what mm-hmm. we do is we take 
almost like a dog leash with two big okay. loops and the runner would hold the one side, I would hold the other. And you get friends to, to get your drink points along the way. Right. And uh, we, we've had some pilots who are terrible guys like Norman Schwab. The blind guys refused to run with him because he ran them into a bollard. So, <laughs> okay. Well, that's and, fair enough. And you have to, you have to work on the basis. If you have an accident, you get up and you carry on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and blind guys are very perceptive and they know what it's about. And you tend to let the blind runner go a little bit ahead. Okay. So you keep a bit of tension. And what was happening is, um, I got a call from somebody uh, from an American uh, Jewish guy. And uh, Dr. Dick Traum, who was in South Africa, he lost his leg and he took up running with one leg, ran the New York Marathon. He was on the board of the New York Roadrunners. This was in 1992. And he phoned me and he said uh, he heard about me. Would I like to meet him and would I like to come to the New York Marathon? And in those days, you have to appreciate we weren't allowed to run in any international events. Wow, because of sanctions. Yeah, so we did a little bit of bartering. I love this story. I said to him, he, he, he gave me the ticket and the entry form. I said, Dick, I'm going to send a blind guy. So then he said, no, he has two tickets. So I said, I'm taking two blind guys. He said, he has three tickets. I said, look, I'm taking three blind guys. <laughs> he said, enough's enough. So we settled at four tickets. I took three blind guys. I invited Bruce Fordyce to join me and Richie Shokanovsky and another guy called Gavin Benjamin. And we went and we, and we called us, they called themselves the Achilles Track Club. Our, our group was called the Jardine Joggers Running Group. And we, and Achilles encompasses runners of all disabilities. So I, I want to talk about that, but we just got to take a short sure. break. When we come back, I, I want to hear about all the different, and I want to hear what happened with the New York Marathon and how you got round all of them. We're d- talking today to Dennis Tabak uh, about his work. We're running with uh, a variety of athletes. Uh, we'll be back just after this. This is the New Blue Review with Benji Schulman. Talking today on 101.9 High FM with Dennis Tabak uh, and his work in the community, particularly around running and uh, doing it in a bit of a different way. Uh, Dennis, you were saying just before uh, the break that you had ended up in the New York Marathon uh, and that this had sparked uh, an interest in, in a variety of um, uh, disabled athletes. So, so, so what other kinds of disabilities do you work well, with? Well, we work on the Prince of the Achilles we decided the following principles to introduce, and I call myself temporary abled. Okay. You only appreciate it when you see somebody who has an accident. Mm-hmm. They, how you survive after that. You can either be very miserable and do nothing or get up and do something. A lot of sportsmen, motorcycle riders have accidents, how they get up with it. We have three principles. To, running is a sport where you can break down, uh, you can compete on different levels. Mm-hmm. Whether you have one leg, no legs, blind, wheelchairs. Number two, we wanted to introduce, um, differently able people into a world where they can compete mm-hmm. on level terms. Number three, we try to improve their quality of life, especially for people from Soweto and all those areas because there's 10% of our country people are, I call ourselves differently able or disabled. That's what we try to do. Now, our, the group we helped start Rocky Roadrunners was a forerunner for helping disabled people, and we had lots of volunteers to come and help. Every given week, we started running, not necessarily New York, started working about that. New York happens to be the 
the, the Blue Ribbon Band of road running. Mm-hmm. So far to date, we've taken over 360 differently abled people, and, and we have a, a record that every disabled person has finished the race. Wow. From uh, our fastest time has been four hours to 13 and a half hours with a double uh, amputee person who did it on prosthesis. When we go over there, we take the disabled people to doctors and specialists to see if we can improve their their mobilities or their sight or anything like that. I've got lovely stories about people who have had their hearing restored, about prosthesis um, put on people. We also managed to bring an Israeli team as part of Achilles, not the Beit Lochem, the army group, mm-hmm. but normal running the people who, who weren't able to be accessible to the Beit Lochem benefits. Mm-hmm. And we set up a small Israeli team there. Interesting. So uh, did they come to the New York Marathon They as came well? to the New York Marathon, and hopefully I, I want to go to Jerusalem to re-meet with them. And do the and Jerusalem Marathon do Jerusalem as well. Jerusalem Marathon. And it, it, this thing grows, and I think people contact me. I, I'm just privileged, so privileged to be part of it. A few years ago in the year 2000, um, before the Greek Olympics, an Israeli group formed a, a thing called Echecheria. Mm-hmm. Echecheria in the ancient Olympics was there was peace in the land where the Olympics were in the old original Olympics and they wanted to recreate it mm-hmm. and they wanted to take 11 year old kids from conflict countries all over the world t- to a place called Olympia and they would form different groups so there was Israelis there were Palestinians there were Greeks there were Croats there were, there were Christians there were Roman Catholics and they formed their own little teams and my job was to take a team of blind Youngsters to run all along this beautiful coastline from Olympia to Delphi. This was all sponsored by George Papandreou, and it became a, a really a major thing. And I was, again, privileged to be part of a whole group of most wonderful people just to enjoy that. And your work has actually been recognized by the Comrades Marathon itself. They have a special medal for, for contribution. You were the first one to ever actually <laughs> yeah, get Yeah, they, they've stopped the platinum medal. I received a platinum medal. Mm-hmm. I also received the... Uh, Humanitarian Award, the uh, Rabbi Harris Humanitarian Award, and I received the Gerald Fox Award. And I'm only part of very much of a group Mm -hmm. of like-minded people. Again, I mentioned Gerald Fox, Roy Crowitz, and and those people. Now, this year we're taking a youngster, Paul Roraway. He's in Astra in Cape Town. He's coming to New York also, hopefully, for his first ever marathon. So excited. We're taking six other people, two TBI, traumatic brain injuries, some wheelchair guys, a few blind guys. I sound you know, flipping about it, but they've been training for the past six months. Wow. They're too fast for me, so I'm going along just to help them along <laughs> the way. Now, I, I want to ask you uh, something else because <laughs> uh, as it's turned out, you, you've not only ended up dealing with athletes with, that are physically uh, has a physically challenged, but in your own life, you've also had to deal with mental health issues uh, at a personal level. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, give us some background on that thanks. as well. Please. Unfortunately, <clears throat> about 16 years ago, my wife contracted early, early dementia of the Alzheimer's type. Mm-hmm. I think Hashem has sort of created my role by working with differently able people. I became to slot in to be able to assist. I'm very fortunate she's a very good, in a very good home, Silwood Lodge, 
And I've met again a new variety of, I'm privileged and proud to meet a new variety of people who just give of themselves and they help the loved ones that are there. Bev Cohen, she comes on your radio and she runs a silver lining group. And it's amazing how that kind of, the love and attention that they give to the people there is quite tremendous. I'm privileged to be part of the Friday night lighting the candles and doing a little, small little brocha there every Friday night. And it's amazing to see these people who are suffering from dementia of different kinds, how they can say their prayers. Just they need a little bit of help and they can get it. We have such fun there. And it really is, I'm, I'm just so happy to be with this. It's a very hard disease, Alzheimer's. And, uh, yeah, because, you know, I guess the, the part of the, the biggest struggle about Alzheimer's is that even though the person is close to you, they don't, ne- they can't necessarily connect as effectively. Absolutely. I like to believe that the Nushoma is there mm-hmm. and they like, they, they know what's going on. But so I always read to my wife and I feed her when I, when I have to, but it's, it's very hard for the carers. But I think because of what I've done, I'm sort of privileged to be, understand the whole thing and it's not an easy role to take and do people reach out to you do they ask for advice as someone who's had to i mean 16 years is a very long time for for dealing with a disease i must tell you thank you benji i'm dedicated to to help and give advice to anybody i believe i can help and talk about the tuckless because doctors haven't got the time or the energy to talk about what's going to happen i can tell them what should happen and the basic Things I call myself an out-of-town expert mm-hmm. <laughs> with this, just to tell them what to do, right. because doctors don't always tell them that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure that that's because uh, uh, there's the medical side and then there's the, the human side, which I think is probably uh, quite difficult. We're talking today to Dennis Tabak on 101.9 Clive If you have any questions uh, related to running, uh, we have an expert here. Man. Come on, you gotta <laughs> you got to get in all your tips uh, or, 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 or mental health or, or physical health, please let us know. 0618951019, that's your telegram number. You want to SMS us 34519. We're going to go to the ads and then we'll be back just after this. This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. 101.9 Hi FM in studio with Dennis to back today talking about uh, running and uh, disabled uh, challenges in doing running. And and Dennis, it's interesting, You just bef- during the break we were discussing, uh, although the New York Marathon allows uh, wheelchair runners, the, the Comrades doesn't. What, what, is, what is behind that? What's your role with trying to get well, that Well, we, we're busy for the past five years fighting the Comrades because – there's a few athletes who we, – we happen to have the world's best wheelchair athletes in the world. Mm-hmm. They they consistently win the Boston Marathon and, and other races. And we're fighting, and we, we've got a breakthrough that hopefully in two years' time they'll allow wheelchairs to push uh, the wheelchairs for 42 kilometers, bearing in mind the comrades is 90 kilometers. So, so what's been their objection up till now? They feel it's dangerous for the runners. That's why we persuaded them at the same time the race starts at 5.30, mm-hmm. the wheelchairs will start at 5.30 with 42 kilometers to go. So the one won't even touch the other. Won't, won't touch the other, no. so they're able to yeah. uh, get around that. So um, we... You so many, I'm so many stories I'm sure that you have about. Yeah. Do you have a particular fame, uh, favorite well, there, one? There's a few. There's, there's, uh, uh, a few of the runners remember, uh, Johnny Demas, who went and ran with the help of, of Gerald Fox. He went to ran 
finished 20 comrades marathons. He went on with Richie Shakonovsky to run a 100-miler. In fact, um, we had tea with uh, Nelson Mandela, um, and he was so impressed with uh, Johnny, and I was helping him on the road at 6 o'clock in the morning when when Nelson Mandela actually phoned me. And he said, how's Johnny going? And knowing Nelson Mandela, I know it was him. It wasn't a joke. (laughs) So when I said to Johnny as we were running, and it it took him 23 hours, I said, Johnny, Nelson Mandela wants to know how he is. He said, said, no, I don't believe you, Dennis. And I said, I promise you. <laughs> and that is an achievement for a blind runner. We, 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 what we're doing is we're breaking down barriers all the time. As, as I keep stressing, I'm part of very, and I'm taking more of a backseat, but I'm very much part and privileged to be part of it. It keeps me going. It keeps me active. And uh, I'm trying to walk 30, 40 Ks a week. And I'm just thoroughly enjoying it. Look, if I could just uh, get out of bed in the morning, then uh, I think it's an achievement. So 30, 40 kilometers is uh, very, very impressive. Dennis, if people want to find out more information from you about any of the work that you're doing, either on the running side or on the Alzheimer's side or in general, how, how's the best way to get hold I of you? I think email is Dennis Tobacken. Mm-hmm. It's one N-D-E-N-I-S Tobacken at gmail.com. Okay, Dennis S- Send me a note. I can help. And I, I want to stress again, with, as far as Alzheimer's go, I can help give basic information and tell them what to do. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Alzheimer's and, and the running. Sorry. And the running. So, so just give us that email. It's Dennis Tobacken. Yeah. Dennis Tobacken at gmail dot com. Dot com. One okay. N. T A B A K I N. Dennis Tobacken. Well, uh, I guess that's uh, all that you need to know. Dennis, thank you so much for coming into thank the show today. Uh, we really appreciate it. And uh, please keep up all the good work that you've been thank doing you. uh, in, in this area. And may I wish everybody a, a, a good yontif and let's have a wonderful new year. And everything goes smoothly and well for everybody. Well, certainly I think that uh, would be the best thing that we could hope for. Uh, in general, Dennis, the back in there uh, coming to chat to us uh, about uh, running and uh, mental health here on the show today brings us to the end of the show. Thank you to everyone for help who helps putting us together, put it together for us rather. Mandy on the production side, Lucy on the sound side and uh, Craig who pushes all the big red buttons and thank you to, for you dear listeners for listening this whole year uh, Shana Tova to everyone from the show and uh, we're not going to be here next week because of Rosh Hashanah uh, but we will be back just before Yom Kippur and then off air again during Sukkot but uh, after that we have a number of really cool guests joined uh, and ready so uh, we're looking forward to it and uh, we'll speak to you then uh, chat to you then bye bye